stand up and salute them proudly. This message is courtesy of our good friends at SRD Heating and Air Conditioning in San Bernardino, where they are always working hard to keep our community moving in a positive direction. KCAA Loma Linda, 1050 AM, 106.5 FM, and now 102.3 FM. Now that we're home more than ever, we need to feel safe. Call it a sign of the times or the world we now live in. What do you want to keep safe? The people in your life? What do you want to protect? Your possessions? The things that belong to you? The things that you've worked hard for? Wouldn't it be nice to have tested, trusted 24-7 protection? Peace of mind, real protection that's always there for you and your whole family? Well, now you can with one of our state-of-the-art home security systems. Everyone thinks their home is safe until the unexpected happens. Start protecting your home and loved ones today with the affordable next generation in home security. To keep your family and property safe, call 1-800-202-7711. Representatives are standing by to assist you. That's 1-800-202-7711. 1-800-202-7711. Early diagnosis of breast cancer is the key to survival. Test today. This health reminder from Leanne Thompson Professional Realty Services in Norco. Serving the area with quality and pride. If you're in the market to buy or sell real estate, look to a name you can trust. Call 951-454-3805. Again, 951-454-3805. Or visit thejetteam.com. Like and follow them on Facebook. That's Leanne Thompson Professional Realty Services wishing everyone a healthy session ahead. Real estate cowboy number 01704162. Jake's Smoke Shop reminds drivers according to the U.S. Department of Transportation, texting while driving is a leading cause of traffic accidents and fatalities. Do your part, put the phone down when driving. The LOLs can wait, and the life you save may just be your own. That's from Jake's Smoke Shop, where they say, service isn't just courtesy, it's a commitment. For more information, call 909-593-0319. That's 909-593-0319. For Jake's Smoke Shop at 1177 Foothill Boulevard in La Verne. If you're looking for a full or part-time sales position and you have radio, TV, or print media experience, KCAA has a great opportunity waiting for you that pays the highest commissions in the market. KCAA is the only station in the IE that broadcasts on three frequencies, so advertisers receive three ads for one low rate. This makes KCAA a must-buy for every local business. If you're interested in a sales position with us, email CEO at KCAARadio.com. Join us for the Better 80s Music Show on KCAA, Sunday nights at 8 p.m. Pacific Time, bringing you 80s music with a twist. You won't hear Michael Jackson, Bon Jovi, or Hollow Notes. The Better 80s Music Show. You'll hear bands like Depeche Mode, The Cure, Echo and the Bunnymen, Oingo Boingo, Psychedelic Furs, Susie and the Banshees. Well, you know, you get the idea. We play the better 80s music. There's no show like it on the radio, Sunday nights at 8 p.m. Pacific Time on KCAA or listen to it at your convenience at kcaaradio.com that's kcaaradio.com for the better 80s music show 
Be safe. Be ADT safe. ADT alarms will help you make your world a better place. Be baby safe. Be home safe. Be business safe. So protect yourself with ADT and Safe Streets, your local authorized provider. And now, through the end of next month, Safe Streets ADT has a special plan to help you accomplish your safety with all free equipment and low-cost monthly fees. From door and motion sensors to glass shadow alarms, cameras, along with alarms that just don't fail, ADT can help you be safe all through the day and all through the night. Go to BADTSAFE.com, that's BADTSAFE.com, and click on the special button with the code ADTRADIO and save, or text Gabriel Varner at 330-999-0279 to get all your free ADT equipment with low-cost monthly monitoring. Do it now, because there's no better time to be safe with ADT. That's BADTSAFE.com. Come to Hooters where there's no such thing as a party of one. Located with a 60 and the 215 meet in Riverside, near Merino Valley. For more info, Google Hooters Riverside. There's only one thing you think of when you think of Hooters. Wings. Wait, what? With more styles, better flavors, and fresher wings, you could only be in the original American wing joint. Get them smoked, bacon-wrapped, original style, and now introducing new Roasted Wings. Roasted crispy to seal in the flavor and seal out half the calories. One taste and you'll think of nothing else. We'll see about that. Come to Hooters where there's no such thing as a party of one. Located with a 60 and the 215 meet in Riverside, near Merino Valley. For more info, Google Hooters Riverside. There's only one thing you think of when you think of Hooters. Hooters, the original American wing joint. Welcome to the Cowboy Entrepreneur Show, created and hosted by Scott Knudsen to explore the crossroads of horses and the business world. On today's show, Scott visits with Sabine Schleza of Schleza Saddles. Sabine is the winner of our first annual Wedding on Horseback Contest. Her company is dedicated to protecting horses and riders from long-term back damage caused by poor-fitting saddles. Now here's your host, Scott Knudsen. Hi, and welcome to the Calvary Entrepreneur Show. I'm your host, Scott Knudsen. Thank you so much for joining us today. Today we have a very special guest. Uh, she, she, uh, she won a, a major award, but I'm going to give her other accomplishments first. Um, <laughs> Sabine, is, uh, she was named Canada's top. 100 women business owners. She's entrepreneur of the year, woman of the year, first place in American horse publications, uh, equine business ads. And uh, she's also has a salary, which we're gonna talk about a little bit later that is around the world. It's just an incredible uh, saddle. She's amateur ballroom dancer, worked at NASA. It's just incredible the less. So, but, but, but today, the way we got connected is on Cowboy Entrepreneur Show, we had a a, June is kind of known for weddings. We had a wedding contest, weddings on horseback, and Sabine won. So, Sabine, welcome to the show. Thank you, Scott. A pleasure to be here. Oh, it, it's so fun to talk to you. And then last week when we talked, it was like doing a show. It was like we've known each other forever. And and congratulations um, on on the wedding. I can't wait for people to hear your story. It's just so so fun. Well, it really wasn't fun, but <laughs> it, it was an experience, yeah. Yes, yes, <laughs> yes. Well, well, let's jump into the wedding part, then we'll talk about the saddles here in a little bit, which I know everybody watching is going to want to learn about those as well. They've, they've okay. probably heard about them, but still hear some more. 
Um, okay. So, so, so what led to it? Were y'all introduced on horseback or what, what started the, uh, the desire to be married with horses? Well, actually, um, I'll go back a couple of years. I met, I met my husband skiing in Italy and um, I was roommates with his sister who uh, was running our German operations until recently. And, you know, she just kept telling me I have to meet her brother and he'd be just my type and on and on and on. But I really had not ridden before. So my very first weekend visiting them at home in Hanover, um, Jochen said, do you want to go riding? And I said, yeah, sure. He says, do you know how to ride? And I said, yeah, sure. You know, trail rides. But anyway, he put me on his 17.3 Hanoverian in, uh, yeah, in the arena and said, just, you know, just give him a little bit of a trot and stuff. And so I went and I, I guess I must have given him the signal because he started cantering and it went faster and faster. And uh, yeah, I kind of got off with very shaky legs and said, so how was it? And he said, well, you know, other than a little bit of the flapping elbows, he said, not bad. He said, you sat on really well. And I said, well, that was my first time really riding. And he goes, oh, my God. He said, I had no, you know, no helmets back then, yeah. nothing. But anyway, it got to the point where we... Um, I, I managed to ride one of his parents' horses for the next couple of months. Johan taught me how to ride. I did my first jumping show after three months. And his mother says to me, you know, well, don't embarrass the family. Don't fall off. <laughs> no, no pressure. I did not fall off. Done. I had a couple of refusals, but, uh, you know, I stayed on to the end. It was great. great. And so we just, horses became very much a part of our life. And, and my husband, of course, he was riding on the uh Young, young riders German team at the point in three-day eventing and if I wanted to see him at all I have of course had to ride seriously so I would get up with him in the mornings we would ride before work we would ride after work because he was in training back then and it just seemed like a natural segue that we would actually get married on horseback so we did so you it did. was uh, yeah well it wasn't really on horseback but um, we had organized we were going to ride his his uh, competition horse. We were going to have a friend of ours ride beside us. And then we were going to have four other people ride with their horses, sort of like a, an honor guard sort of thing. Right. Very cool. So the night before the wedding, his horse went lame and all four of our company uh, accompanying riders said, you know what, we've got a, a competition coming up this weekend. We really don't want to ride on the road for five miles and it's not good for the horses. And so they all backed out. Well, one of his friends stepped up to the bat and we actually borrowed her horse because his was lame. And uh, she came with another horse. So we only were the two of us riding. And it was like five miles from his parents' home to the, the city hall. And we basically held up traffic and, and uh, his little brother was driving ahead of us and filming us with the Super 8, you know. Oh, that's so awesome. Were people coming out of the house looking and seeing what was coming down the road? Yeah. And, and, you know, people were honking as they passed us and everything. And I was not really sitting on a saddle. I was sitting on his pommel on a pillow, kind of like side saddle, but oh I wasn't really sitting on the saddle. Right. And at one point, if you look on the old uh, videos, I'm actually almost falling off and he kind of has to grab me with one arm. And <laughs> yeah. And then I get off, oh I get off at the, at the uh, parking lot and hold my bouquet out and the horse chomps this huge bite out of my beautiful white oh, no. flowers yeah so that was that was the wedding <laughs> that was a bouquet right there 
Um, it was uh, it, yeah. So did y'all yeah. rehearse it before? Or did y'all just say, we're going to do it and just went down the street? No, no. We just went and did it. We oh just my did it. Goodness. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. So what, what did the parents think or what did the families think about y'all getting married like that? Well, it was um, it was a, a, a wedding fraught with a lot of issues. Um, <laughs> uh, my parents were visiting from Canada. And we got married in Germany, right? And my parents were visiting from Canada. We had to change the date like three times because of various different um, um, scheduling issues. Jochen was in the middle of doing his master's certification and they kept changing the examination date. And then my father was still uh, working at the time and he had to come back for a, um, a board of directors meeting back to Canada. So we had to change it again. Anyways, we had to change it three times. So at the end of the day, we got married on May 17th, which was then just intimate family. And then on May 31st, we had our wedding reception because we had already sent out the invitations, but we had to change the date again. Anyway, you know, we all said with so many things going wrong for the wedding, the marriage itself has to be perfect. Absolutely. And it has been. <laughs> oh, that's so wonderful. That's so yes. wonderful. Um, so, so we got married in, in June as well, me and my wife, and it was uh, 23 years ago. And uh, uh, it was on horseback as well. And uh, Congrats. Yeah, thank you. And all the, the grooms were on horses. She had the carriage pulled by horses. And it was Western. Nice. But, it, you know, there was, there, was, there was still that stress of, you know, it's already stressful just having people, yeah. you know. And then you have yeah. horses to it. It uh, elevates for sure. But, but like you said. Well, it's, it's great. We just uh, we just celebrated our 36th anniversary oh, and, you know, it's it's like it's very rare nowadays, I think, for people to stay together that long. And the funny thing is that my husband travels a lot for business and over these 36 years, probably, you know, he's been home maybe all told two months every year, you know, based on the fact how much he travels every month. And then this last year with COVID starting last year in March. He's probably been home. We've had more time together than we've had in the prior 35 years of our marriage, which was a little concerning because, you know, at that point I'm, I'm doing my thing. I have my routine. And when he comes home, I kind of have to change everything to, to um, accommodate him when he's home. So I thought, you know, this is going to be difficult, but it was great. We've had such a great time. We, and we still like each other. So it's good. Yeah. Oh, that's so wonderful. So, so, so if somebody's asking, how, how can we get married on horses or any advice, what advice would you give somebody that wants to get married and maybe be on horseback or have horses in the wedding? Or what would you tell somebody, some couple? Make sure you have plan B ready to go. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Maybe C and D. It's, uh, yeah. Cause uh, you know, Murphy's law, what's going to go wrong is going to go wrong. Absolutely. It, well, it you will. know yourself. Yeah. Or did it, everything it, go it, so well for you? Uh, yeah. You know, after we were married, yeah, it was great. And the wedding, it was cool, but um, there was definitely things going up to it that was um, challenging for sure. And, and yeah. it, it wasn't as great as a story, you know, in Germany going down the road five miles. It wasn't like that, but it, it was, it was, it was fun. It was a lot of fun. And, and I appreciate well, you. Saying you know, Weddings are stressful regardless. And then you add uh, the unknown of another living being species in there. You know, it's like you got to absolutely have the contingency plans ready to go. Uh, absolutely. 
Absolutely. I think the theme weddings, the horseback weddings, I think they're starting to come back a little bit. And and uh, it, it's fun, you know, um, once you get that plan. And plus you remember it and the guests remember it. And Yeah. 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 No, it, it was very memorable. The funny yeah. thing is now that um, I kind of wish that we had the video cameras back then, but we had a Super 8 camera and then we actually we actually uh, projected it onto a screen and then we videoed that and put some music to it and some uh, narrative. But, cool. you know, it's not the same as actually hearing the sounds and being there. Right, so. right. Well, at least you saved that. That's awesome. That oh, yeah. That. For sure. And for it sure. is conversation starter. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> <watch> video. <laughs> Absolutely. When I started reading your email, I was like, oh, my God, this is just incredible. The story just kept on going, you know, until... <laughs> Till the bouquet was gone, yeah. um, but my goodness. So, so, so y'all didn't meet, y'all rode a little bit before. So then did you just take up riding after that and go on the road with him a little bit or, or did you continue riding? Well, I, um, as I said, I, I had to learn how to ride pretty quickly so right. that I could accompany him and went out on his training hacks and stuff. And while he was, you know, in Germany back then, um, uh, military service was still mandatory. So he did his 18 months in, uh, in the hearts, which was actually really good for him because he was after his three months basic training, he was allowed to bring his horse down and in, incorporated his riding as part of his uh, military training. And actually he was, he was actually working as a saddler in the air force. He um, refurbished the pilot seats and, and, and that for the, um, for the air force. So that counted towards his, his journeyman time to become a master. So that was good. Absolutely. And yeah. And, and during the three months that he was in basic trading, I took his horse out by myself. And when I, again, when I think about how stupid, no cell phone, no helmets, I'm riding this huge horse all by myself, you know, but he was great. He took care of me. You know, it was like, he knew I was a little bit of a beginner, but yeah. I, I'm, I'm lucky because I, I, I used to ski competitively, so I, I am very athletic. So I was able to, you know, learn very quickly. And I have an affinity towards animals anyway. So sure. it worked out. That's, and unfortunately, we have not had horses while we were over here in Canada because um, we just haven't had time, you know, running our business. However, we just bought some land up north and we are planning to get horses again. The property that we had was the home of the Eastern Ontario Arabian Association. Oh, wow. So there were stables there and, uh, you know, the history is there. And I think we're going to rejuvenate it. Exciting. That is so wonderful. Yeah. yeah. That is so fun. And so my fun. kids Even went to, to riding camp every summer. They love horses as well. So we're all looking forward to getting back into the horses. Isn't that awesome? Just bring the family yeah. back and ride. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Make some more memories. Absolutely. Yeah. Scott will be right back with more from Sabine Schleza. We are Schleza, and for the past 33 years, we have taken pride in our extensive research and development process to ensure our saddles maximize a horse's comfort and help to prevent long-term damage. Our Schleza saddle ergonomists are some of the highest sought-after professionals in the world. Due to the intensive practical training, and comprehensive saddle fitting training they receive. We educate our clients through our 80 point evaluation process and show them the nine points of saddle fit to look out for in their horses. 
Our saddles are fully adjustable to the horse and are designed for the changes in the demographics of the equestrian industry over the past 50 years, where the majority of riders are now female. Riding shouldn't hurt, not for the rider and certainly not for the horse. To learn more, visit Schleza online. At the beginning of the show, we were talking about all the things you've done. You've done so much. I couldn't even mention them all because it, it's just an incredible lot for sure. And it just keeps getting better. And and, and with the salary, uh, I'd love to talk a little bit about that because um, as I've studied it and, and researched, I've been on the website. It's so educational. And and it's um, the 80-point system. But can, can we talk a little bit about that, kind of how it started and, and uh, with, with your sure. company? Well, we... Um... <sighs> In 1985, when we got married, we both quit our jobs and we decided to do um, a three-month trip around the world. And we ended up here in Ontario, which is where I basically grew up and where my parents were still living. So we decided, you know, this would be a nice place to come back to. My parents were getting older and I thought it would be nice to come home again because I'd been living in Europe after my undergrad for almost 10 years. And so we kind of did an informal market survey and we met the Pracht family who were bringing over the World Dressage Championships for the first time outside of Europe for 1986. And Mr. Proch basically offered my husband the opportunity to be the official saddler for this. So we said, yeah, why not? Let's try it. And the decision was Jochen's because I said, you know, I don't want to ever hear, well, it was your idea and we messed up or um, <laughs> why didn't you make me, you know? So it was his decision. We said, well, let's try it. Let's give it three years and see how we do here. And basically, you know, even after the first year, we were so successful. We just never looked back. And he started, he's, he's always surrounded himself with other professionals, like very much um, a proponent of the circle of influence around the horse, working together with all of the equine professionals that are there for your horse's health, right? Whether it's veterinarian, the farrier, um, the trainer, everybody has to work together and they all have to be on the same page because if we've got them working against each other, then you know, you're not doing what's right for the horse. And um, we very quickly became the female saddle specialist because the demographics in the industry have changed, even in Western riding, like 75% of the riders are women and they're all riding in saddles made by men for men. And, you know, it hurts, you know, I'm sorry. You know, even, even when I was first learning how to ride, I was riding in the saddle that, you know, I said, this is really uncomfortable for me. And the was like, let me try it. And, it's fine, you know, and, and that's just been the attitude all the way through. And so now we've, we've come up with some very innovative models and ideas. And it's basically, and I don't care, you know, this whole thing about uh, transgender and everything. Your pelvis is what your pelvis is and what you were born with. And, you know, whether you become a woman who's, who's becoming a man and vice versa, the saddle has to fit your pelvic shape. You know, and and even among pelvises, there are lots of different, there are four main different shapes, basically. But we try to accommodate and we started working with um, a gynecologist, actually, who said, you know, I've got, who was also a rider. And she says, I've got clients who are coming in who are being rubbed bloody by their saddles and, and having constant recurring bladder issues and all these kinds of things. So we like, it's such a duh moment, you know, women are built differently than men. Sure. Why not make the saddle to accommodate them? We don't wear the same shoes as men, like even running shoes and stuff. Right. Yeah. So that's how it kind of started. Right. 
I, I like the ginger Pacific, not only, you know, for us, but for the horse with the 80 points, it, it just really, um, I love the clinics and how it's out there and you're just teaching and educating. And, and it's, it's so important in the industry. It was interesting. Um, Johan and our, um, our business partner, they went to one of Anthony Robbins, uh, university courses about 10 years ago. And he has a lot of guest speakers and they are saying that, um, how many of you companies out there incorporate education into your marketing and only six people, including us raised their hand. And there were like 2000 people there. Education is key. And what we try to do is, is basically allow the consumer to make an informed decision about what their options are, which is why we come up with this 80 point diagnostic. It's a separate service that we offer, and it's based on the Saddle Fit for Life philosophy that we have. Saddle Fit for Life is a separate company, which we formed because the education had to be separate from the manufacturing company. I'll tell you, the biggest mistake we ever made was naming the company Schleser, because everybody's like, oh, Jochen Schleser, he just wants to sell saddles. No, Jochen Schleser actually educates veterinarians and trainers all around the world. Right. I mean, there's a reason why we got into the German National Riding School to teach the curriculum, why the University of Guelph is considering incorporating his curriculum into one of their degree courses. That's so great. Because it's generic education. And what you do with that education, you know, okay, obviously it would be great if you bought a saddle from us, but you need to know what it is you're looking at. And very often people will come back and they will have tried other things and looked for other things. But at the end of the day, we know that we can help them. Right. It helps their horse too, and it helps their horse last longer and enjoy the ride as well. Because if they don't, it's going to be a it's going to be a train wreck. So, well, the, the binate line is basically a consolidation of uh, a tree, which is made. The top is made for the rider, and the bottom is made for the horse. And that's something so innovative. We've won we won um, at Equitana in New Zealand last year or two years ago. Now I guess it is. We won innovation prize of the year for that. You know. Um, and the problem is, is that not everybody speaks the same saddle fitting language. Right. There's still too many. And, and that is Johan's main goal is he wants to make saddle fit for life. The common language, just like, you know, English is the language of business and French is the language of diplomacy. Well, we want saddle fit for life to be the language of saddles. Right. Well, and, and I, I love your saying on, on your website, empowering people to ride pain free. I think it's so important because you'll enjoy it. The horse enjoy it's just a better, better ride. It, it, like you said earlier, it's kind of like walking around with shoes that don't fit. You know, and people people often say, um, you know, well, I really don't care if my saddle fits me. It has to fit my horse. Well, I'm sorry, but if the saddle does not fit you, your discomfort is going to translate down. Absolutely. You know, any equestrian knows that. If your right. horse, if you're uncomfortable, your horse feels, your horse can feel like a tiny fly landing on it. What do you think is going to happen if it's feeling your seatbones digging in the back? Absolutely. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I talk about that whenever I, talk, I do my talks it, about the little fly. They can feel that and it, it disturbs them, you know? So anything else heavier than that little fly is going to bother the horse. Yeah. You know, so, so, you're, so you're so right. And the education on your websites and all, all the tools, it's, it's, it's educational, but it's fun. You know, it's under, you can understand it. And it kind of, it's not like you're sitting down, you're going to be bored to death because it's so interactive. Thank you. We have very brilliant designers in our company working on, on constant upgrades and, and making sure that it becomes a very engaging and interactive process. So I'll pass that on to them. 
<laughs> yeah, it, it absolutely is. It, it really is. I've seen a lot of, you know, videos, educational videos, and it's really helpful. And uh, we've, we're very know, lucky. It, our, our YouTube videos, we've got like, I don't know, 75, 80 videos on there now. And, and we've well over a million and a half views. And our TikTok channel is going gangbusters. Like just within the last 10 months, she's gone up to 50,000 followers and constant posting just little one minute long snippets it's been great and people have i think appreciated the opportunity I, like i said of course we'd like them to buy one of our saddles but if they don't the main thing is that we want to make it better for one horse it's like what is it you can't change uh you can't change every horse's world but you can change one horse's world you know just by making the conscious decision to do better for it Absolutely. There's so many good good parts about the whole puzzle. It, this what's so important. I want to spend some time on it, for for sure. Um, so so when somebody gets it, you know, so, so there's somebody outside of the industry that wants to start riding a horse and they see your saddle. I know you have clinicians and you have a lot of resources. So when they go on the website, how can they find somebody to maybe put them in touch with somebody or or educate them on the saddle? Well, what we have is a large number now of of um, Part of what we do is commuting to points all across North America and actually, you know, in Europe as well. So what we do is we work with, uh, we've got probably 500 clinic organizers and ambassadors who are all over in every state. Um, and if you inquire about it, like what we, what we generally ask is that you have, you know, a minimum three or four people who would be interested in having us come out and then we organize a trip and we've got clinic organizers who do nothing but that and schedule and organize our saddle ergonomists to come out to all sorts of places. We've got, you know, tier one areas and some that we come once a year, some that we come three, four times a year. So it's, it's, um, and we're getting more and more local people who are there when they need help right away. Oh, that's so great. That's so yeah. great. And you have a new Western saddle too, I think, don't you? We do. It's it's uh, it's about five years old now, actually. Um, it's yeah. called. Uh, it started off the Devon. Um, it was named after um, one of our employees' nieces who died a very tragic young death, and uh, she was very much into Western riding. So we thought we would honor her memory by making the very, saddle. Very cool. But the neat thing about the saddle is, is that it has interchangeable male and female ground seats. And it is incredible when you sit in it as a woman and it has the male ground seat and you think, okay, this is all right. This is comfortable. This is what you've been riding in basically all your life as a Western rider. But then you put the female ground seat in and it's like, oh my God, you know, it, it's so comfortable. It also is very adjustable at the bars and, and then, you know, it, it's probably the most adjustable saddle on the market in Western. It's not, we haven't quite figured out yet to uh, make it strong enough that it can actually be used for roping and things like that. Right now it's for barrel racing and, and raining and stuff like that. Right. What advantage though. Oh my goodness. I can, I can see that helping so many people, you know, and as I was on, I was on your site watching, I'm like, this is just, you know, one of those moments you're like, man, this could really help a lot of people that, that yes, wanted that for sure. For sure. Yeah. So, so what's that for the sound? Oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. I was going to say, plus, if you are, you know, sharing a horse with your wife or your husband and you only have one saddle, then this is the saddle for you because you can both ride in it and both be comfortable. 
Absolutely. And there's a lot of people out there that have one horse and one saddle and they take turns depending on who's off that day from work. Yeah, 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 exactly. It it just makes such a difference. They'll enjoy the ride for sure. Yeah, I I love love what you said a little bit earlier about just surrounding the horse with knowledge and education and and working with the farriers and the vets and trying to get the right program for that horse. Yeah, absolutely. What we call it the circle of influence. And and if if you know, you work together with your equine professionals, you try to work cooperatively rather than competitively, you know, um, and unfortunately still too many times, you know, in our industry, the trainer is God, but oftentimes the trainer is not really an expert in saddle fitting. And we've come across, you know, people who, well, a, the trainers are getting sponsored by a particular company. So they like to, of course, uh, promote that saddle sure and it's like just because and we actually did a really funny um a funny video many years ago uh if you youtube uh, if you search red shoes and saddle fitting okay um my husband comes in with a pair of red high heels and he's walking in and it's like everybody's laughing at him right and he actually he actually used these at um various usdf conventions and, and equine affairs when he spoke and it was just like you know you come in on stage wearing these shoes it's hilarious oh, that's and, awesome. and he's like what you don't like my shoes he says well my <laughs> wife recommended them she has the exact same pair and she wears them all the time and they fit her great and everything the point is that just because it works for you it may not necessarily work for somebody else's horse or rear end or you know anatomy and and the point is is that you have to somehow diplomatically you know when a trainer tries to impose their will on their students it's like you know we're the experts here we would not ever um um, presume to teach you how to train your students we would uh you know prefer the same courtesy you know, we're the experts in saddle fitting, so let us do our jobs. Right. So it's, you know, it, it, sometimes the ego gets in the way. <laughs> yeah, you know, it, it does. And really, in the end, it comes down to the horse. That's all that really matters. Yeah. And, and, yeah. and the person yeah. riding that horse second. And, and uh, you know, there, there can be ego, you know. It, it's, uh, you need everybody. You need yeah, everybody. And, and you have to sometimes just look at, you know, what's the agenda here is uh, – is the trainer trying to get these horses uh, up and running and sold as quickly as possible, or are they right. truly vested in the in the best interests of the horse? Yeah. And there are thankfully a lot that are, but there are unfortunately some that aren't. And those are the ones that, you know, sometimes it's like, <laughs> yeah, right. Right. Well, I think with your education videos and with new people coming into the industry and with the shift, the dynamics uh, of, of more and more female riders, yeah, everything's just changing, which is good. Yeah. I mean, just good. And I, I think there's going to be more of an emphasis on the right saddle, the right shoes, the right training technique and you know with the internet i think people are now they're doing their research they're doing their homework and especially the demographics like i said um you know you have a lot of uh women a lot of aging baby boomers whose husbands are out on the golf course or whatever and and they're getting back into riding or they may just start riding and their horses are their babies they are they're absolute one and all, you know, it's, it's funny how we'll, we'll go to bars and stuff. Well, my budget is a thousand dollars. And at the end of the day, they'll 
pull out their checkbook and, and whatever it takes because they will see the difference. They will feel the difference. Right. You know, right. We, we put them on, we put them on a properly fitting saddle and let them ride it and let them feel the difference in themselves, how it works. And it's like, wow. Yeah. When you when you plan on spending that much time in the saddle, you, you want something that's going to be comfortable, you know, exactly. and once you try it. And I, th I think having those videos, it's such an educated consumer now. And you have that out in front of people who are like, we don't have anything to hide. We're just going to educate you and you make the decision. That's yeah, a strong yeah. statement. And that's probably why very few people at that convention said they educate the people. So yeah, 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 that, yeah. That's, that's really great that you do that. And I, I'm glad he's going to be in the university too teaching. Hopefully that'll work out because that's a. Um, uh, well, that's a long process that, yes. you know, we've, we've uh, submitted the protocols and all that. And it's, it's got to go through this committee and that committee and everything. Sure. But um, the, the Dean of the animal sciences course, it's uh, it's, it's a bachelor of bioresource management actually. And we were lucky enough. We, we get their graduates, which is great. Cool. Um, actually, one of the ones, the, the, the young lady who's doing our TikTok channel, she's a graduate of this degree program, and she's fantastic. If you get a chance to take a look at it, it's called Saddle Talk with Schleza. Okay. On the TikTok channel. I don't know if you have TikTok. Absolutely. I mean, it, uh, it's like, it's the worst. If you start watching, it's like you're, before you're not an hour is gone. <laughs> <laughs> I hate it. <laughs> oh, man. Thank you for listening to the Cowboy Entrepreneur Show. Scott will be right back with Sabine Slaza, founder and owner of Slaza Saddles. For more information on Scott Knudsen, the Cowboy Entrepreneur, visit us online at cowboyentrepreneur.com. I'm Scott Knudsen with the Cowboy Entrepreneur Show, heard on KCAA Wednesdays, 6 p.m. Pacific. And who doesn't want to start their workday off in the best possible way? I certainly do. How about starting with some great basics? The foundation, underwear and undershirts. Underwear has often been an afterthought, especially for us men. We never think about it at all, but I never have. I can tell you from personal experience, the clothes you wear will feel much better if you have the right underwear. It gives you that extra edge of confidence. And who doesn't want confidence? And you'll look better too. The company Wood Underwear makes great underwear that is approachable and accessible. At the right price point, you can feel comfortable buying it and wearing it. They're having some fun with the name, and while the, the name might bring you in, the product's going to bring you back. It is a great material, and I use it every day. My friends at Wood want you to try it, so they came up with a promo code just for Cowboy Entrepreneur listeners. Use the code COWBOYBRIEF at checkout on woodunderwear.com for 20% off your first order. I guarantee you're going to like it. This offer ends August 31st. I know you're not going to wait that long. Woodunderwear.com. Use the promo code COWBOYBRIEF for 20% off this amazing product, Wood Underwear. Yeah. Um, I don't know if you've had a chance to read uh, Johan's book, Suffering in Silence, The Saddle Fit Link to Physical and Psychological Trauma in Horses. No, I haven't, but we're going to order that. We are. We saw it on the website. We're going to get that. Well, let me send you a copy. Um, send me your address, and I'll be happy to send you, you a copy of that. Thank you. So, yeah, it's uh, it's really interesting, and it's it's uh, it was a very difficult birth writing this book. <laughs> <laughs> and it was like, well, why don't you write him whatever? Write it, write it, write a follow up. And I'm like, oh my god, no, no, no. It's not. <laughs> it it actually started off in German in 2011. Um, 
he uh, he was working in Germany and and met the publisher of um, a company that is now Cosmos, which does all of Gerd Heuschmann's books and all that in German. And wow. so the book was written in German, actually. And so I remember at that time, my husband was traveling like crazy still. And we would sit there on the phone at 11 and 12 at night, going through chapters and editing and points and stuff. And we had a ghostwriter help us for the German, because even though we're both fluent in German, neither of us are literary enough for it, right? Right. And then uh, um, 2013, then I translated the book into English, and then we've added chapters to it and stuff. So we're just waiting now. We've got, um, I think there's another 600 or so copies of it that need to be sold, and then they will do a fourth printing. So Wonderful. that's kind of exciting. Yeah. Wonderful. So we'll, it's considered we'll put a that bestseller. cover. Yeah, we'll put that cover on the end of the show so everybody can see it, but it's on the website okay. for sure, and they can yeah. order it. And yeah. I, I love that so much. I'm so glad you said that because one of the things we do on our show, we love the entrepreneurs. We love talking about successful people that just they're just humble. They're fun to listen to. And, and but they work so hard and people don't see that. And and you saying y'all were on the phone at 11 or 12 at night just trying to edit a book. And and it's yeah. a lot of work. It's a lot of work, but it makes those memories and it makes your product so much better. Well, it is. It is. Um it's it was a difficult birth <laughs> that's, a, that's such a polite way to say it actually yeah uh, yeah yeah but it, it it's great so so what's next for uh, for you because you do so many different things um for me personally or for the company both how about let's do stu both i was gonna do you first Okay, for me first, um, I'm actually writing a book called uh, Mistakes I've Made in Business and Things I've Learned. It's it's continually getting bigger and bigger. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. I'd have a novel. Oh, my goodness. So great. You're writing a novel? What about? No, I, it would be if it was all my mistakes. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, it is. It's it's going to be quite, quite the tome, I tell you. Um, and for the company, well... Johan is greatly scaling back his own travels. He likes to uh, still keep his hands on the horses and stuff. I mean, he he is a true entrepreneur. He's like an innovator, a visionary. He's constantly coming up with new things. Every client gives us the chance to develop something new, some new idea. So awesome. We often have to, you know, no pun intended, rein him back right. because he's always like, you know, like the dog, squirrel, squirrel. <laughs> he's an innovator yes, absolutely absolutely and um who knows right now we're we're waiting for the patents to come through we've we've developed a um it's called a three-point gullet plate which is going to be the first orthopedically adjustable gullet plate you know even the ones that you can insert and change your own gullet plates to uh, do the horse there they can only be changed in angle not in width they, you know, they can change the angles. Um, this one has actually got a couple of um, joints on it. So it can be uh, adjusted asymmetrically, orthopedically, we call it, because all horses or most horses are muscled more strongly on the one side. And if you don't really adjust your tree to accommodate that, what's going to happen is if you take a look at any magazine, how many, how many riders are photographed in the back and they're all sitting crooked because the larger shoulder has squished the saddle over, right? right? So you want to accommodate that. And then we have a center balance stirrup bar, which is being attached. It, it is attached to the 
middle of the tree because you generally have way too much force on the front. So these things we're waiting on patents are patent pending right now. So those are the newest it's, innovations we've got coming. It, it's so amazing that it, it, it just shows how great y'all are because you listen to the customer and you just keep innovating and getting better and better. Um, yeah. which, which a lot of companies don't, unfortunately. And, and that's the secret to this deal is just, you got to get better yeah. listen to the customers and you still have that's fun it. with it by throwing it on TikTok or, you know, and YouTube. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So it, it's a great balance. It's really, um, it's fun to see. It's, um, it's in, I used to belong to an organization called Innovators Alliance and, mm. um, we all had to come up with uh, sayings that, that meant something to us. And mine was like, basically, innovate or die. Yeah, that's, absolutely. That's the bottom line. That's absolutely. Bottom line. You have to continue. And that's why companies like, let's say, um, Cliff Barnsby, one of the oldest and largest salaries in the world, went out of business a few years ago because they just could not keep up with. You know, they still use the old wooden spring trees and insisted on making i mean don't even get me started on the english industry but anyway <laughs> right right i understand what you're saying for sure it's so they're so traditional and it's oh no this is the way we've always done it and this is the way we're going to continue doing it yeah for a little while you know yeah, it, yeah. but you know and it's not just changing just to change it's changing because it makes sense and you try it through testing yeah. and customers understand it and they like it and 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 there's a method to it saddles are or, or horses are being bred with smaller backs now. I mean, they're being bred more these, uh, you know, long legs, short backs, and their saddle support areas are shrinking. And yet you've still got these saddles that are up past the 18th lumber and on their, on their loins and, and wow. on their ovaries and everything. And, you know, and, and the funny thing is I always, I, I always say that there's a reason horses, Johan says horses, eyes, ears, mouth, they, tail they don't lie they can't consciously lie they don't behave consciously badly if they're behaving badly oh my horse is stubborn or he's refusing jumps or whatever there is a reason there's a physical reason behind it and for the most part you can easily you can easily determine is it something as simple as saddle fit or are there neurological or whatever physiological issues going on that of course require a little more in-depth research but you can eliminate the possibility that it has to do with saddle very easily Right. You know, and, and so much of the saddle features like, um, let's say Hermes saddles, they are so beautiful, so beautiful. They're like the craftsmanship is unbelievable. And yet they are anatomically not that great for the horses. They have forward facing tree points, which constantly hit the scapula and, and can damage the cartilage. Um, right. their, gullet, their gullet channel is narrow. It impinges the spinal processes and, and the, you know, the nerve damage and all that. And yet, they're not changing because they sell and they're gorgeous, right? But they're more of a status symbol. They're a fad saddle. Yeah, that that's a shame. But Western saddles are the best saddles for the horse because they were made for the horse that has to work. They're based on the on the um, structure of you know the old McClellan saddle and and the horses that had to be comfortable constantly because they were uh, their lifeblood of, of the owner, yeah. you know? That's right. That's right. It's the way you fed your family, you know? Yeah, so you exactly. want to make sure they were taken care of for sure. And horse always yeah. ate first and you try to take care of them best you could and the best yeah. you knew how, you know? And, and yeah. once again, we're going to go back to the videos and such. The education is so important, whether it's English yeah. or Western. Um, or and, 
so much of the horsemanship, the knowledge has been lost because, you know, horses are no longer part of our, our living requirements. Back in the old right. days, every every soldier, every farmer, they knew what their horses needed. Right. They knew how to take care of them. They knew how to fit their own saddles. They knew how to make sure the saddles were built so that the horse wasn't hurt. Right, right. Yeah, they, they were true partner back then. But, you know, and even in the Western world, the horses, the bodies have changed, just like in the English. And, and, and a lot of them, you know, they just changed. And uh, it, it's the saddles have too as well. Yeah. You know? We do. And, and unfortunately, many companies, there are, there are new saddle companies jumping, uh, you know, appearing every, every week almost. Right. Um, some of them will die out very quickly again, but a lot of the old traditional saddle companies have not made the necessary changes yet. Right. They're still like, well, this is the way we've always done it. This is what has worked and why do we need to change? Yeah. And a lot of people will say, oh, this whole female thing, smoke and mirrors and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like... <laughs> No, it's not. Right. I, I don't think so either. I think training techniques have changed. I think the feet quality has changed. Um, I think just the knowledge, but people having the ability to get knowledge now has changed as well. So people can sniff around and find what, what works and what makes sense. Right, and, right. and that's for sure. So How many uh, horses do you have? Uh, you know, it varies between 15 to 50 something. It just It's just wow. all over the place. Yeah. Yeah, wow. we love them. We grew up in in the business. We're fifth generation with horses, and and uh, just love amazing. Them. Yeah, I and love them. You know, what do you do with them? Just ride them, or you know, we we uh, we ranch. We we do all the western events, and uh, we we train. We used to train for other people, and, and I was mm -hmm. on the road so much, it just wasn't. It, it just didn't work, you know, because you got to be with that horse all the time to really watch them and learn. And right. both as a trainer, I feel I'm learning from that horse as much as he's learning from me. And, and right. uh, I just wasn't around as much as I needed to be. So we just kind of started our own breeding program and our own training just for our animals. And it's worked out well. And now my daughter, she, when she was a young one, um, we, on our horse walker, we hung a little plastic swing. And uh, she'd go around with those horses all day. I just wanted her down there at the barn with me. So um, yeah, she's yeah. up in the industry, too. So. It's a lot of fun. what do you have quarter horses we have quarter horses we sure do but you know before before we got into just ours we used to train for other people so we did the hunter jumpers and and we did um the roping and and all that and uh we had race horses way back when and, and mustangs and but we just kind of filtered down to the quarter horse because well, we've we've um we've now developed actually um uh training saddle for races for race horses um, it's, it was tested in South Africa at the Kailami uh, racetrack down there in Johannesburg. And the, the results are going to knock your socks off. Like horses that ran the track using their regular exercise saddle. And of course, then they're tied. They're given a 20 minute, um, uh, relaxation phase and they're racing again in our saddle inevitably faster. Their strides are longer, like it's insane. insane. It's probably like running in your husband's red high heels as opposed to running in tennis shoes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. I just felt better. That's so yeah. awesome. Well, thank you so yeah. much for being on the show. I've really enjoyed it so much. And, and uh, I feel I made a new friend. And, and thanks for being Likewise. on the show. Thanks for entering uh, the uh, horse weddings. So I got to meet you. And I'm so it's so funny how things kind of work out that way. 
Absolutely. Uh, we'll have to chat after this because I would love to hear more about what you're doing down there too. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, thank you so much. Okay. Thank you, Scott. Thank you. Bye. Perfect. Open for takeout and delivery, El Tapioc Mexican Food Restaurant in the Tri-City Center of Redlands is back. Their entire family is on hand to serve up their delicious burritos, machaca, chorizo, huevos rancheros, steak and eggs, just part of their mouth-watering great food. Since 1531, people have marveled at the miracle of El Tapioc, and now you can marvel at the great food the Lugo family has been serving up for over two decades, nestled quietly in the corner of the Tri-City Center shopping mall next to Burlington Coat Factory. Support them. They can't wait to serve you some of their delectable, authentic, south-of-the-border Mexican fare at great prices, served up with love. Support the area's best-loved Mexican food restaurant in these tough times. Order up a tasty meal on the phone for delivery or takeout, for breakfast, lunch, or dinner from 10 a.m. to 6 p.m. Call 909-307-0017. That's 909 909- 307-0017 or Google El Tapioc Redlands and treat yourself. Ralph Waldo Emerson told of a dinner guest who went on and on about the virtue of honesty, offering his own life as a model of perfect rectitude. The louder he talked of his honor, said Emerson, the faster we counted our spoons. That's my reaction to the cacophony of phony piety arising from Republican governors and legislators who are trying to enact more than 250 new state laws to stop black, Latino, Asian American, indigenous, and other non-Caucasian voters from casting ballots. Yet they proclaim, we're not racist, we're righteous crusaders protecting the sanctity of the vote. Really? So why are they specifically targeting people of color with their repressive voting restrictions? For example, panicky Republican lawmakers in Georgia tried to outlaw any early voting on Sundays. Odd. Why? It's a flagrantly racist attack on the black church. For years, a joyous civic tradition called Souls to the Poles has played out in southern black churches on Sundays prior to Election Day. After the sermon and prayers, congregants, ministers, musicians, and others in the church family travel in a caravan to early voting locations to cast ballots. It turns voting into a civic, spiritual, and fun experience. What kind of shriveled soul tries to kill that? Apparently, the same shameful souls in the Georgia GOP who want to stop local groups from providing water and snacks to citizens forced to wait for hours in line to vote. They're actually trying to make it a crime to give water to thirsty voters. Hey, Republicans, what would Jesus do? This is Jim Hightower saying the goal and duty of every public official ought to be to maximize voter turnout. After all, the more Americans who vote, the stronger our democracy. But there's the ugly political truth. Republican officials no longer support democracy. The Tri-City Shopping Center in Redlands is home to some of the best bargain shopping in the region. Cityware, Style for Less, and Dollar Tree to name just a few. Friendly shop owners and staff are waiting for you to stop in for the many specials and bargains they're excited to share. The Tri-City Shopping Center is located just off I-10 between Alabama and the Tennessee exits in Redlands. Make it your home for all your shopping needs and you'll know why the Tri-City Center is called the Mall with a Heart. 
Zone 4 Installations Group in Orange reminds listeners that the American dream is based on the promise that dreams can come true with hard work. It's time to reclaim that promise. It's time for America to get back to work. There is no independence on government assistance, but with our hands on our work, we can turn vision into reality. Don't settle. Dream American. Zone 4 Installations Group in Orange is currently hiring qualified construction industry candidates. Call 714-634-9100. All Magic Paint and Body reminds listeners, as our troops return home, many are left unemployed and deserted. Over 1 million veterans across the United States are currently looking for jobs. Let us welcome troops with open arms and make 2021 a year to hire smart, hire vets. This reminder, courtesy of Sunrise Collision Center, proudly serving the Inland Empire for over 27 years. For the best quality collision body paint and repair shop, look to the pros who get the job done right the first time. Call 909-434-0500. That's 909-434-0500. Or visit allmagicauto.com. That's allmagicauto.com. That's all magic paint and body on the air because they care. Now that we're home more than ever, we need to feel safe. Call it a sign of the times or the world we now live in. What do you want to keep safe? The people in your life? What do you want to protect? Your possessions? The things that belong to you? The things that you've worked hard for? Wouldn't it be nice to have tested, trusted 24-7 protection? Peace of mind, real protection that's always there for you and your whole family? Well, now you can with one of our state-of-the-art home security systems. Everyone thinks their home is safe until the unexpected happens. Start protecting your home and loved ones today with the affordable next generation in home security. 2-7711. Representatives are standing by to assist you. That's 1-800-202-7711. 1-800-202-7711. It's time to make family of friends in the East and headed to the West in hopes of making their fortunes. The stories captured the minds and are a great example of the American spirit that made this country great. The state of California had its beginnings up in a little mountain town in Northern California called Truckee. The immigrants on their way west went right through what is now downtown along the old Dutch flat wagon road. The story of this old Wild West town is a fascinating one. And if you're interested like I am in these old stories, you might want to take a look at taking the haunted Truckee Ghost Walk. It's definitely not your typical ghost hunting adventure, but rather takes you back in the dates of California's earliest beginnings. Next time you're up there, check it out. Tickets and information are available on their website, hauntedtruckee.com. People are loving this tour, and it's receiving some great reviews. Again, the website to get tickets is hauntedtruckee.com. Listen, send me your address. Health reminder from Leanne Thompson Professional Realty Services in Norco. Serving the area with quality and pride. If you're in the market to buy or sell real estate, look to a name you can trust. Call 951-454-3805. Again, 951-454-3805. Or visit thejetteam.com. Like and follow them on Facebook. That's Leanne Thompson Professional Realty Services wishing everyone a healthy session ahead. Real estate cowboy number 01704162. It's time to make the Tri-City Center in Redlands a regular part of your weekly shopping experience. Tri-City is home to a wide assortment of quality businesses, including the all-new Ocean Aquatics. Check out their variety of exotic tropical fish along with fish food, accessories, and tanks of all shapes and sizes. 
The Tri-City Center is located just off of Alabama and the Tennessee exits in Redlands. Visit the Tri-City Center today and find out why it's called the Mall with a Heart. Make a stop at the KC Country Junction. Go to this place they call Country Junction. Country legends, all-time classics, and recent favorites all meet at kccountryjunction.com. Make your day a little bit country at kccountryjunction.com and overnight starting at 1 a.m. on KCAA 102.3 FM, 106.5 FM, and 10.50 a.m. It's the KC Country Junction on KCAA and kccountryjunction.com. Everybody has everybody. As you've gone to washroom, look in the mirror. KCAA Loma Linda, 10:50 a.m., 106.5 FM, and now 102.3 FM. NBC News Radio. I'm Brian Shook. One person is dead after Tropical Storm Elsa moved across the west coast of Florida. The Jacksonville Fire Rescue Department says the person died when a tree fell.